0: Hello and welcome to The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I am Ben.
1: And it's me, molly Oh no. Get
0: it? Did you do that same joke when we did...
1: I don't know because that was very early on.
0: And also, I think you've probably repressed most of the Mario episodes. I
1: really, really have. It's taken a lot of therapy, but I'm, a, I've come to terms with it mostly.
0: It's been a long road getting from there to here. We've how, done
1: this so many times. Every time. You've said that like three or four times. <laughs>
0: it's, a fu- it's, it's a fun reference, and it's just for me. I'm not doing it for the... Listen, Jeremy, I love me? you. I'm, l- Jeremy, I love you, but that's not for you. Is it for me? Sometimes. Okay. Most of the time, it's for me.
1: Okay.
0: I'm allowed to give myself presents. <laughs> it's okay to be selfish sometimes. Okay. I'm watching an anime that where that's one of the key lessons. What anime? I forget the name of the show, but Mandy and I have been watching it.
1: Oh wow! Well, that's great content. Yeah, we're watching <laughs> we're watching Mar- Mario,
0: Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Colon.
1: I don't know what it's called. Oh
0: God! It's why are we it's so bad at this? It's on YouTube. We're being
1: yeah. bad at this. It is a
0: Japanese Super Mario Brothers animated movie that came out in the '80s, mm-hmm.
1: and it's all on YouTube, which was the selling point.
0: Yes. For us. Yeah, because mean, we don't have to pay to rent anything. We don't anything. have to exchange
1: currency to basically be flayed yeah. alive.
0: The good news is that there, it's a. There's a fan. There's a fan sub. The YouTube version has a subtitle track that was that was added by a human person. The full title of this movie, by the way, is Super Mario Brothers, colon, The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach, exclamation mark.
1: Exclamation point, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: how you know it's a good... They (sighs) they put the exclamation mark at the end.
1: I'm very much looking forward to it. Because
0: you need the indicator to prove that you're going to be... To show, to teach you to be excited Mm -hmm. about this. Yeah. So it's going to be good.
1: I'm very much looking forward to this because... It's not the other Mario experience that I had, and yeah. anything is a step up from that.
0: We had a Mario experience very early we had on. A Mario
1: experience that, nearly, that really...
0: Mm, it nearly tore our friendship asunder. It had
1: a profound effect on me and my mental health.
0: I said I never wanted to watch it again, and then immediately and then went out immediately and bought the Blu-ray. It. On Blu-ray. So does that mean me. This, I felt
1: very deeply betrayed by that.
0: That film... Created a schism in my psyche. There's mm-hmm. the one half that never wants to see it again, and there's the other half that That
1: murders people and also wants to see it.
0: <laughs> I've never listen. I've never killed anyone. I would consider a person. What mm. <laughs> a bad sentence. That's that terrible. Is. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but I own it on Blu-ray, so when I do get that urge again. <laughs> Because what earth. I get to see every crisp pixel. In the middle of the night. My hope.
1: You wake up in a cold sweat and you're like, I need my fix. I'm I'm a monster.
0: So every few years I'm reminded that this film, it can't be that bad. I think to myself, it can't be that bad. Why why have I not seen this in so long? And then I put it on and I think, oh oh no, this is why. Okay, cool. And then I don't watch it for a long time. Mm -hmm. I I think I bought the Blu-ray. I've been thinking about this a lot. I think I bought the Blu-ray... Because...
1: I've been thinking about it a lot, too, but in order to, like, process it,
0: I've been
1: thinking about it in the context of somatic therapy. Yeah.
0: I've been, uh, yeah, I've been talking to my therapist about this, and my theory is that the next time I, I go back and revisit the Super Mario Brothers movie, if I am watching it in higher definition, I will be able to see every crisp pixel, mm-hmm. and if I can see it in clarity, then maybe also... The clarity will come to me. I will have the clarity Mm. of minds to know that I don't need this. You
1: will will be fully integrated.
0: Yes. That's the hope. That's the
1: hope. So this is really just, you have to lean into the pain. You You have to go all the way into it. In order to resolve this.
0: Is there a film that you've had that experience with where it's like I need I need I know it's bad, I do need to watch it again, but if I'm gonna do it I need to make sure that it's optimal Mm, viewing.
1: No, I think my self preservation instincts are stronger than that. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we know this about me and about you.
0: What are your expectations?
1: I have none. I've I've gotten to the point in this show that I just suspend all expectations and just do some deep breathing and meditation beforehand just so I'm ready for anything and I can really live in the moment and yeah. respond intuitively because there's no other way to get through this.
0: Yeah. I did I did scrubble through a little bit yesterday because I wanted to make sure that the video was still on YouTube mm-hmm. and hadn't been pulled. Thankfully it's still there. And that was a crucial point for us because by the time you listen to this, Jeremy, we will have completed... We haven't started yet because of the way we record the show, but we're gonna we're live streaming this one. So we're going to watch it with hopefully some human people participating in if the not, chat. If not,
1: we'll still have a good time. Yeah, it
0: will be fine. We've had fun with the other live streams that we've mm-hmm. done, um, but this one we just we usually do it just for our Patreon backers, and this time we've decided to so make it's it
1: open to the public. Open
0: to the public. Think of it as a Patreon open house, if uh, you like. Come um, in. Come on in.
1: Have some cheese cubes and... Uh...
0: There's a street taco kit. We bought some from uh, from Costco. Uh, we thought they were only going to be $5.11, but it turns out that's the, the per pound price, oh. so they were a lot more expensive when we got to the register. So one and,
1: per person, please.
0: Yeah, please, just the one. And uh, yeah, so enjoy enjoy the experience that we're about to have. This movie does... I do know it has a musical sequel. <gasps> You hope ventilator. Oh my
1: goodness. I was so bummed. Like, I was annoyed that we had to watch this today, but now I'm really.
0: <laughs> So shall we go and watch it then?
1: I'm really excited now. I'm 100 percent on board now. Cool. All, it's it's not hard to please. <laughs> it doesn't take much. You just got to push the right button. You just got
0: to sing like how much you loved the opening of the 60s, my little, the yes. 80s, my little pony. It wasn't the 60s, my little pony. That
1: would have been wild. The
0: 86, my little pony. The opening. You were so gung ho for I was it. Real,
1: so yeah, and maybe then, this will win me over in the end.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna go off and watch Super Mario Brothers colon the great mission to rescue Princess Peach. Super Mario Brothers colon the Super Mario Colon. The
1: Super Mario Colon. We're uh, gonna cleanse it. We're
0: gonna yeah. cleanse our, our Mario Colon's, and uh, we will be right back after these Mario themed commercial messages. Mario, help! Yoshi, my girl! Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is the no Super power. We are back. Yeah, we watched that.
1: That happened. Uh,
0: thank you to everyone who watched it with us. There we did do a little a live stream. Of
1: people, there were quite a few people. Yeah, i would say there was
0: about a dozen people or so watching with us. Public. I mean,
1: they were very chatty. It just yeah. gave the impression that there were more than there were. Yeah, I think if there had been any more than that, I would have had an anxiety attack. So yeah. it was a good number.
0: But it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun, and we watched. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Super Mario Brothers: The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach. Uh, what is what is that in <laughs> Japanese, Molly?
1: Sorry. Well, before we started recording, I was trying to pronounce this. <laughs> Super Mario Burazazu, me Yes. I tried.
0: You, I think. Listen, I I have no. There's no bar for me to measure this by because okay. I don't. I neither speak nor understand Japanese. Oh. But sounded great.
1: When I was in, I guess middle school, I learned a little. I learned how to write katakana and hiragana, so I remember a little bit of it. My pronunciation is not great, though. No,
0: but it's better than mine.
1: Do you want to start? Say it, say it, say okay, it. I'll, say I'll,
0: it, say it. Okay, all fair. Say it, this. say
1: it. Su- Actually try.
0: Super Mario Bar- No, 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 okay. no, 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 Super Mario no. Barazazu Pichihime kyoshitsu Dai Sakusen. She
1: just said a bad word. Did I really? You
0: said shitsu. Sh- sh- I said a dog.
1: <laughs> this is, Okay. We're gonna stop playing this fun game. Yeah, we're gonna
0: talk about the film.
1: there wasn't a lot going on.
0: It's short. It's an hour long. It's
1: only an hour long, and it's mm, kind of thin on.
0: Plot, this wasn't. This was an OVA, right? This was. Games. This was released really straight to VHS in the in the eighties. It looks likely. like because we Googled it, and we were seeing a lot of box art, mm-hmm. lots of variations on like the box art and the theme. And posters to promote it, mm-hmm. but it seems like it was an OVA, which for those of you who don't know is original video animation. Is that correct?
1: I don't. I've never heard it. I'm I've never so. heard that term before.
0: I'm going to assume it's I call correct. It, I
1: call it direct to video. Yeah, that's what, straight to video. That's what we call it here. What do you call? And is this what you call it in the UK? Is it no in, in we, we, we still
0: call them. We still call them straight to video, but o, an OVA is a Japanese term. Oh, um, and I'm well, sure we've I'll... made
1: it abundantly apparent that we're bad at saying things the Japanese way. We
0: probably should have had Mandy here to serve as to kind of say a the guide, words but for yes. Us. I don't know, I don't know how much Japanese she knows, but certainly My she, my brother she's... knows
1: a lot of Japanese. He did teach in Japan, so like I'm I'm positive that he does not listen to the show,
0: but <laughs> if he did,
1: maybe he feels like a, his ears are twitching right now cuz he's like someone yeah. somewhere someone related to me yeah, is butchering a Japanese pronunciation.
0: It sounds about right. So the film. We always
1: hurt the people closest to us, don't we, Ben?
0: What are you implying?
1: You hurt Mandy with your pronunciation. Probably. And I hurt my brother with my pronunciation.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I hurt you when we watched the 93 Mario oh, movie. Oh, God.
1: So, so Mario just hurts everyone, yeah. really. Yeah,
0: Mario is a source of much pain mm. throughout the world. But uh, the movie opens with Mario playing a game on his Famicom where he plays as, I guess, like a young boy trying to run away from flying pencils.
1: I can't tell what the game is that he's playing, but he's sitting very close to the TV screen, a la Calvin and Hobbes.
0: I would describe the premise and purpose of the game as indistinct. It
1: Inconsequential.
0: Just, yeah, it's just the thing that Mario is doing. Luigi tries to get his attention, but Mario has that video game addiction that the World Health mm-hmm. Organization just uh, said is a is a mental illness. And he won't respond to Luigi. He
1: needs an intervention. Yeah.
0: So Luigi, um, like, unplugs the Famicom or shuts down the power or something because it goes out. And Mario is very briefly sad and then very quickly playing the game again. Mm. Uh, And this is when he has a vision of uh, Princess Peach. She just jumps out the television. She jumps
1: out of the screen and kind of tackles him. Yeah. And he's cool with it.
0: Yeah, he's fine. But she's, like, dead weight laying on top of him unconscious. And
1: yeah, she's also, like, twice his size. But she says, "Rescue me," and that's—I think—ninety percent of her lines in this entire film are some variation of "Hey Mario, what the fuck? Like, please come help me."
0: She's with Mario for a grand total of about seventeen seconds before Mm -hmm. Bowser also emerges through the TV. They
1: call him King Koopa.
0: King Koopa. King Koopa. And he just kind of helps himself to Peach. (laughs) Ah, Hang on a minute. uh... (laughs) He just got—he sees her and he scoops her up, (laughs) and he sings, uh, "I'm gonna be your lover" by the Beatles.
1: That is more or less what happens.
0: And then they escape.
1: Bowser's very... I'm of two minds about him in this film.
0: Bowser's characterization in this film, I would describe as textbook abuser. Mm -hmm. Because it's not... He's not just evil and mean. He's also nice.
1: He's he's nice.
0: He has moments of like...
1: Genuine tenderness. Yeah.
0: But then when that is rebuked, he he shows his true colors. He goes into
1: aggro mode.
0: Yeah. So that's... So this is Fun. a
1: lesson for the for young people watching this. I'm sure in the 80s to keep an yeah. eye out for this kind of toxic behavior.
0: Which Peach does.
1: Mm-hmm. Peach Peach sees right through it.
0: Yeah, yeah. She, she's not taking any of his shit. Now we were very forgiving of Bowser when we. <sighs> there's a scene that occurs later where we said on the stream, "Oh, he doesn't seem that bad. He's being very considerate." <laughs> and we'll discuss that when it gets there. But uh, Peach gets kidnapped by Bowser.
1: Goes back into the TV. Goes back
0: into the TV, but she's dropped her necklace yeah, on the way out. she's,
1: you know, careless with her most prized possession.
0: So, uh, obviously, Mario springs into action by going to bed and then the next day going into his Going work.
1: into work and just, you know, having another work day. In
0: a grocery store with Luigi. It's
1: kind of a general story, yeah. Yeah.
0: There's a woman who goes in who tries to... Buy some stuff for cake. That doesn't happen. So
1: kind of inc- inconsequential.
0: Yeah, and then a dog shows up. <gasps> the this
1: dog, the dumpling dog. This
0: dog who looks a little bit like Wiggler from Super Mario World, but isn't. Um, don't and look who, up
1: the name of the dog. Who
0: communicates via the language? Via of the screen, just just like Kibi
1: m- Kibidongo is the dog's name, yes. which is a kind of millet dumpling.
0: So the dog's name is Dumpling. Millet dumpling, dumpling the dog and. Uh, He communicates exclusively via, like, Ah! panic screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like how Molly reacts when Ah! she sees something on TV that makes her uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, which is often.
0: Uh. (laughs) So the dog runs out, and they follow the dog into, I guess, a pipe. A
1: pipe. This is all getting very Nemo and Slumberland. Yes. Like, nothing really... Everything's made up, and the points don't matter here. Like... (laughs) It's very much like a journey through the Mario, Mario, Mario subconscious.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's who's on his it, anime. It's yeah. just stuff happening. So
1: just things happen.
0: And Mario, yes, ending, and Luigi just not. Mm,
1: Luigi is not having any of it. Yeah. Luigi just wants money. Yeah. Luigi is a capitalist through and through.
0: So they go through the pipe, and they're in the Mushroom Kingdom where they meet.
1: This is there's just a lot of. This is a very sexually charged film. Yes. We've got pipes. We've got mushrooms. We've got people tackling each other and um just a lot of imagery.
0: It's rough. <laughs> I think it's difficult to pass. And also it doesn't help that this man has a long white beard that is then also his clothes. Oh yeah, there's
1: a man who's he's just growing his own clothes. Yeah. I wish that I could just Have so much body hair that I didn't need to wear clothes because I would save so much money.
0: The Wikipedia entry for this film describes him as, quote, an elderly hermit.
1: Okay. I sometimes wish I could be an elderly hermit. Yeah.
0: Uh, But he's also naked.
1: A naked elderly hermit. Yeah. Yeah, Three for three.
0: And he he reveals that Bowser plans to marry Princess Peach on Friday the 13th because that's his favorite movie. He couldn't marry her on A Nightmare on Elm Street because that's not a date. (laughs)
1: And Mario's like, nothing's worse than marriage.
0: Mario, yeah, Mario's <laughs> entire attitude is ba- she, she, Pete, shouldn't be forced to marry Bowser. She should be forced to marry me. Ugh. So off they go. Yeah, uh, they have
1: to find the three, the... Tr- the Triforce The Triforce is the, what it's called The
0: subtitles refer to it as the Triforce Which I think is I don't think that's a Like a fan
1: I think maybe that's just like The closest equivalent Yeah The closest translation
0: Yeah maybe the Japanese word That they used in this there's, Is also the word that was used yeah, To describe like the Triforce in Zelda There's a Japanese, like there's a Japanese yeah.
1: concept perhaps That we don't necessarily yeah. have in English
0: And yeah so the Triforce is made up Of a uh, a, fi- a flower, a mushroom, and a star mm-hmm. And we're then shown what these things are In case we don't understand the basic comic concept of flowers mushrooms and stars or what
1: mario is yes
0: <laughs> so mario and luigi begin their fantastic voyage yeah
1: they just walk a lot while songs play there's a lot of montage there's a lot of original
0: music a in lot of this.
1: original music about thump 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 do it
0: yeah there's lots of things about the power of love yeah. it's very 80s it's very
1: love heavy <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the, the Wikipedia article just says: After a long journey, journey and overcoming many perilous obstacles, many the Mario Brothers eventually acquire all three objects. <laughs> it just skips. That just sums it up. It literally skips That's the part really where, really... like, a bird or a, a flying they Koopa get, Trooper. They get
1: bored so yeah, many times. So,
0: they, they, they get picked up by a flying Koopa Trooper who tries to feed. They get fed to
1: babies. They get
0: fed to babies, I and don't... then. Mario pretends to be a baby and says that Lu- uh, Luigi is, is rotten food and that they can't it's eat him. so
1: bizarre. Bring
0: us cake.
1: And then he climbs up a sheer cliff face and gets a mushroom. At th- it's just, th- again, it's things happening. Like, yeah. we're just kind of wandering the countryside and we incidentally stumble upon, you know, the mushroom people. Yeah. We incidentally stumble upon... I don't even remember how they get the fire. Oh, yeah, Toadette just shows up. Yeah. Like, Toadette has had the items the whole time and it's like as mario and luigi have random encounters and level up she just like presents she just hands the them items over. To yeah them. yeah
0: which is like the world's laziest D D campaign mm-hmm. there is a point in the in the movie because luigi finds all of those gold coins and then the gold coins turn into mushroom, mushroom people, people and one of the mushroom people is toadette mm-hmm. now toadette i guess is in this film as a as a a female replacement for Toad, because Toad is nowhere to be seen in this Toad thing. Is
1: not in this But
0: this is also the yeah. earliest canonical appearance of Toadette, and it should also be pointed out, quite a few people in the chat pointed out how cute she was. Really? Like, there's a lot of that. Huh. I think because she looked, she didn't look a Toad person, she looked kind of tra- almost conventionally attractive anime girl. I
1: didn't, I just was made uncomfortable by a lot of these character designs.
0: She looked like one of the Sailor Moon girls cosplaying as Toad. Oh, kettle's boiled.
1: I, I guess she 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 didn't look like t- Toad is just kind of like a bunch of circles. Yeah. And this chick had you know the anime eyes. Looked like just a, a girl. Yeah. D- dressed dressed as a Toad.
0: And that happens twice. They get nearly they get nearly by some Piranha Plants. Uh-huh. They have a run in with Lakitu who throws some shit Let's at them. stuff. And then it's they really get really
1: lo- not especially interesting. They get locked in
0: a gold mine. Yeah, it's it's hard to kind of the, like um, nail the, them down.
1: Fuck, what are the little brown guys called? Goombas. Goombas. Oh yeah, no. Okay, now I'm having a traumatic flashback to um, Goombas. The Goombas in the movie that you forced me to
0: watch because <laughs> they're different because they've got broad shoulders and uh, tiny heads. Uh, That's the sound that the uh, dog makes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, the The Goombas
1: are constantly trying to like deceive them. I guess they're agents of Bowser. They're
0: like a like a chaotic, evil Mm -hmm. version of the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. This film really is kind of. It's very like. Wizard of Oz meets Alice in Wonderland with a Mario lilt. Yeah,
1: we're just kind of wandering around our our dreamscape, our subconscious, yeah, and just seeing what's there.
0: Yeah, we do get a scene of Peach trapped in the castle where it seemed like she was going to start singing, and then she didn't. She didn't,
1: and I was really disappointed. There's no diegetic songs, which was disappointing to me.
0: And then Bowser enters the room and he's really kind of shy and he's kind of being friendly and Mm -hmm. thinking, well... And we were like,
1: oh, he's not so bad. What kind of wedding
0: dress do you want to wear, Peach? you want to make sure that you're comfortable? When I force you to marry me, what
1: color do you want to wear?
0: And then uh, Peach discovers that Bowser has the ability to change shape and makes him change into a couple of other shapes to please her. Please her. That sounds weird, but I promise it's for fun. It's like a scarecrow and a ballerina. Yeah, everyone
1: has their scarecrow fantasy, their ballerina fantasy. Yeah.
0: And then she says, well, I want something small and huggable. And, and he's like, "Oh!" And he turns into a tiny bear, which she immediately locks, locks into in a, a box. box. But then he frees himself. And I thought it was really cool because there was this moment of agency where we thought, oh, Pe- Peach is going to... Peach gonna, is
1: going gonna... to do something. Like, yeah, she gonna... had a thought yeah. in her head.
0: She's going <laughs> to rescue herself. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be like a hilarious misunderstanding later where Mario and Luigi try to rescue someone who's no longer there. Mm. But instead... Bowser escapes from the chest because it turns out he was also the chest all along.
1: Yeah, it's not really clear. I think it just it just goes to undermine Peach's ingenuity yeah. and problem solving skills because she actually like there are multiple times during this where she like seems like she's got it under control yeah. and then it's just like nope, she's yeah. just too grabbable.
0: And th- once Bowser transforms back into Bowser. His true colors shine through. Like most abusers who try to be charming and friendly yeah. and accommodating, once that... Um, Doesn't
1: get them what they want.
0: They, they turn they on a turn dime. They turn into
1: a spiky turtle dragon man.
0: Exactly. This really is an allegory for being in, a, in an abusive relationship with a fascist dictator who's mm-hmm. who can transform into any shape or form. <laughs>
1: We've all had that experience. Yeah.
0: So Mario and Luigi end uh, the Goombas lure Mario and Luigi into a gold mine because Luigi has, by this point in the movie, established a fondness, a love for gold, presaging the events of Luigi's mansion where he wins a lot of gold and a mansion in a lottery he did not enter. That's true. Oh. But they get they get locked up in the gold mine and then they just they escape.
1: Yeah, I don't really remember how they escape. Luigi has a shovel. He's had a shovel this whole time.
0: There was a point. There was a point, and it's before this in the movie where Mario and Luigi have a they're camping for the night.
1: Yeah, they've just manifested fire out of nothing. Yeah,
0: Mario is asleep. Luigi's talking about how hungry he is and how he lists all the food that he wants. Mm-hmm. And then we pan over, and Mario like there's a big thought bubble. He's dreaming about food, and Luigi is angry that Mario is he's dreaming his, about. He's eating his dreams. Eating food. his dreams. Luigi's dream eating his his dreams. Uh, so he hits the dream over, over and over with a shovel, but yeah, the, the Goombas trap Mario, and Luigi in the gold mine, and then they get out.
1: And then they li- like,
0: <sighs> there was a point when Mario makes out with a Hammer Brother. Um, uh, that happened when did Ma- I
1: miss that when
0: Mario was kind of he was kind of sleep dancing with oh, with yeah, Dream in that fantasy
1: sequence. And
0: he makes out with a Hammer Brother. So, that's canonical. A
1: peck. Yeah, love
0: so, And then they escape.
1: And then they escape. It's just there's a lot of instances like this yeah where it's like we do this kind of inconsequential thing it reminded me of the angry birds movie in that sense yeah of like we're gonna take some time to do a little vignette that really doesn't progress the plot at all and isn't especially interesting but we need to fill up time. And this is just like a fun, zany thing that will keep a child engaged for a few minutes.
0: It reminded me a lot. The thing that this film reminded me the most of, actually, was the Candyland movie. Mm,
1: because yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Candyland
0: movie is also a journey from A to B.
1: Yeah, very linear.
0: With a lot of inconsequ- inconsequential kind of like, sides things diversions.
1: Ha- things happen, and they happen in sequence, but they don't happen. As a consequence of yeah. one another.
0: There's no because X, yeah. therefore Y. Yeah. It's just a lot of and thening. Yeah. And then they and then, crash the wedding.
1: Uh, yeah, there's a boat. They're under the water. The star is in the water. I They, they breathe underwater and it's fine. There's a squid. It really...
0: Maze makes an appearance. Mays, yeah,
1: thank you, Maze Earth the squid dude. And then they're in a ship that's flying because they breathe because so they're, hard. Because they're,
0: they're kind, of, kind of just like... Puffing into All can the sails. I think is how bad
1: their headache is going to be in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Their ears are going to be popping.
0: And then they make it to, to Bowser's Castle. Oh, yeah.
1: And it's the, it's the full moon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because a, there's a crescent moon, like a croissant moon. A croissant. And then Luigi's like, were they supposed to Pillsbury get married? A Pillsbury
1: crescent moon. Weren't they
0: supposed to get married under On a full, full moon? moon? And the moon's, and the moon's, like, moon's oh, like, oh, shit, shit, yeah. And just pops <laughs> into a full moon. Yeah. And you described it as being like, oh, that's what it's like when your period suddenly hits.
1: Yeah, you think you're good, and then...
0: Blood pop. moon. Yep. It, the moon did turn red. It, it was turned a blood red, moon. and I was yeah. like, oh, I've
1: had this experience. <laughs> yes, this is familiar. Yeah. So they crash the wedding.
0: There's some tunneling. The stuff
1: happens, like...
0: It's kind of nebulous.
1: Their ship is falling apart, and it's unclear why.
0: Because the magic's wearing their air off Their I guess they, yeah. they're,
1: they're held in the air by the power of love. Yeah. And they're just getting progressively more annoyed with each other, perhaps.
0: Probably. That's what siblings are like.
1: Yeah. Yep. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very quickly.
1: <laughs> and Peach has to wear the scrotum hat and... Yeah, there's definitely... There's a the lot of testicles. stuff. Up. There's a lot of, like, testicle imagery. The Cooper Priest definitely shapes. has,
0: some, like, hand, like testicle maracas. Where
1: he's got these maracas that definitely look like balls that he's just shaking around. Yeah. And Peach has this hat that's just kind of like two little lumps. Yeah. And they do her face up like a blow up doll. It's really bizarre. When
0: Mario and Luigi crash the wedding, Mm -hmm. Bowser's response is, Let's just take this into another room. Let's Let's just just,
1: we're just gonna we can get married anyway. (laughs) It's so odd because like they're going through the wedding ceremony and Bowser's like, Yeah, I wanna marry this person and they're like, Okay, Peach, do you wanna do this? And instead of just being like, No, she's like, uh (laughs) just doesn't doesn't say anything.
0: And then Mario and Luigi show up and she's like, yeah, I've waited this for this day for so long. So long. long. From yesterday from when yes- I met Yeah, them. yeah for real. <laughs> and Cooper's like, yeah! Oh, she's into it suddenly. Ugh. Thank God the Stockholm Syndrome finally, it finally kicked in. kicked in. And that's when Mario and Luigi kind of Indiana Jones their way into the building.
1: Yeah, and then there's just a big set piece where they're kind of running around. Things yeah. catch on
0: Fire. The, the castle collapses. Yeah. Mario ingests the fa- the, the, the flower items. and the mushroom, and then eventually the star, and uh defeats Bowser in a manner that we wouldn't see in the video games until Mario sixty four by grabbing him by the tail and swinging him round and round and throwing him far away until Team Rocket's blasting off again. Mm-hmm. Except instead of going ding, he explodes into fireworks. fireworks. Bowser is dead, canonically.
1: He's all the way dead. Yeah.
0: So the damaged castle terrain, now that Bowser's been defeated, transforms into luscious green passages of... Luscious. Luscious green. Verdant. Verdant grass, flowers. The castle rebuilds itself into the actual Mushroom Kingdom castle. The guy who's wearing his beard is there. Yeah, and the he's guy like, who's,
1: who's yeah, dressed in beard.
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah, the land was under a curse because Koopa invaded... And now it's free. Now it's
1: fine. Everything's um, fine because he turned into fireworks.
0: Yeah. And Mario says to Peach, hey, I, I found this necklace. It's yours. You should probably have it back. She puts it on despite the fact she's been wearing it for most of the episode Well, anyway. she's got
1: that big brooch yeah. in the center of her dress that comes and goes yeah. in her character design. And I wasn't sure what that was about.
0: And then she says, yeah, there's a legend. Legend tells I'm destined to marry the person who has a brooch just like this, which to me sounds like... All you got to do is go to the, the, the jewelry department of Macy's, and if you can find something can that find looks... you find
1: something similar. Yeah. Or if you can steal it and take it to a jeweler yeah. and be like, can you make me one of these? Make me a
0: duplicate. It doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be yeah. close enough. And then it turns out the dog, Wiggler, who communicates he's, by screaming... He's screaming
1: "Kibidango," ki- ki- the screaming dog.
0: He turns into a prince. <laughs> ah, and
1: then it makes so much sense as to why he never barked. He just, like, shrieked. Cause he was a human in there, and he was an exquisite agony in this dog form.
0: But that's definitely going to awaken something in him, right? (gasps) I mean, he—he and Peach are going to have to. Yeah, he's like she's going to be into bondage, and he's going to be into puppy play. Yeah,
1: they got to work that
0: out. Yeah, they'll figure it out together. But yeah, he's—he's a prince now. He's a prince of the neighboring flower kingdom. Mm-hmm. Which, as we all know, is an, a, a very important and uh, established location in Mario Kennedy. Yeah, canon. definitely. And he's got the identical gem, and then she, she, Peach kisses him. Mario has been... As someone in the chat pointed out, I do not like this term, Mario got friend-zoned. No! Mario did not get friend-zoned! Mario put Peach in the girlfriend-zone, and then when uh, it turns out that she wasn't into him that way, he's upset. That's his problem.
1: The only other woman in Mario's life is the old lady that tried to order yeah. cake ingredients. And so he is, it makes sense that he falls in love with every woman that he meets.
0: So they leave. Peach says something to the effect of, we will always remember you both, Mario. Mario. <laughs> 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 and then the, the end credits play over a montage of Mario and Luigi walking back. Uh, through, walking
1: all the all way All the way home. back.
0: To the pipe.
1: No eagles here. They and, walk all the way back. Yeah,
0: and then there's an after a post-credit sequence where Nick Fury goes to buy groceries, <laughs> and Bowser and Bowser's minions end up serving them. The end.
1: The Film. end. Film
0: done, and we we have been we've been recording for 35 minutes.
1: Well, this
0: is gonna be a very short episode.
1: Now we get to talk about it.
0: So. This was a. Here's the thing. This was inconsequential, but if I had this on video as a kid, I could definitely see watching, watching this over and over, over, and over again. again. Because it's fun imagery. It's Mario mm. being Mario. It's Luigi wearing the wrong colors, but being Luigi. I think as a kid, that would have bugged me. Mm. Um, but apparently, Luigi's colors in this are yellow and blue. Yeah. And that was the colors they originally wanted Mario to have in Super Mario Brothers, apparently. But they didn't have the memory to add another palette, which is why Luigi ends up with white overalls and and a, and a green underalls.
1: Uh, a shirt. Yeah, that's the a one. shirt is the name of the thing. Yeah, because
0: Luigi shares his color palette with the Koopa Troopers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, I mean, this is just kind of—it's a film.
1: It happens. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Yeah. And
0: I, here's the thing I enjoyed it
1: it's not painful it's, it's not, not painful yeah. and there is well, the stuff that happens is comprehensible which yeah. is a step up from a lot of the stuff that we watch I think
0: I honestly think it's a step up from the 93 Mario movie <gasps> I do Yay! I think that this is more I, here's the thing there's a lot about the 93 Mario movie that I really want to like, like I, I, I dig the the fact that they went all in on this kind of uh, kind of broken future aesthetic. This kind of Blade they Runner say on a budget. This
1: broken concept. This that broken they concept. really should have thought about a yeah. little
0: more. they they went all, they went all in on this kind of Blade Runner on a budget aesthetic for the mm-hmm. for the '93 Mario Brothers movie. The it, I,
1: Blade Runner on a budget. I like that. Yeah. That's definitely what it looks like.
0: Yeah, so it's like came out Blade Runner, and I mm-hmm. I really wish that they could have leaned into that a little more uh, with that film. This film just is it's not trying to be anything other than this is Mario this is as Mario. we understand it in 1986. Mm-hmm because so much of what we understand about Mario wouldn't come until after those first like early games capsule. yeah so it's interesting to kind of see what what Mario was at this very early stage mm-hmm. in the existence of Super Mario like we don't think about the fact that you know we I'm I'm 33 Mario has existed for about a year longer than I have because the first game came out in 85 in mm-hmm. Japan so I've kind of grown up with Mario in a way. Like as Mario has kind of changed and become the thing that it is now, we don't we don't really think about what what, what was Mario? Who was Mario in 85, 86? Who
1: is Mar- Who can say who Mario is?
0: The shadow knows. <laughs> like Luigi is established as kind of a a rude money grabbing dickhole in mm-hmm. this. Which is a far cry from the kind of skittish, cowardly, scary Mario we would see in the American animated series and then in, like, Luigi's Mansion.
1: Mm. So maybe this is Luigi, like, pre some sort of trauma. Yeah.
0: Maybe the, this, Something
1: happened that changed him. This, this movie film, changed him.
0: The events of this movie.
1: So the, the character they introduced at the beginning of the film, they were like, he's... he's. That means Luigi is the main character because the, Luigi is the one that undergoes the most change. Yeah. Luigi is the one that comes out the other side a different person. Yeah.
0: I argued on Twitter yesterday that Iron Man 3 is the best standalone Iron Man movie. And my... You, lo-
1: you like to argue on Twitter. I,
0: I don't like to. It just happens. But my basis for that is that... Iron Man 3 as well as being a Marvel movie is also a really good like we dive into Tony Stark's PTSD mm-hmm. from the events of the Avengers and we see Tony Stark who has you know over the course of those first three movies Iron Man 1 and 2 and the, and the Avengers you know he goes he's he's established as a hero so then to have someone who is a hero who has become like a main character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe then deal with PTSD have three on-screen panic attacks that are described as panic attacks in the movie, mm-hmm. like that was important to me. Iron Man Three is such an important movie, not just uh, for, uh, when it comes to Marvel, but in terms of like superhero movies. You know what I mean? What does this
1: have to do with Luigi? Is Luigi on-screen having a panic attack because Luigi has PTSD yes. from his ship falling out of the sky? Yeah, and I think then pretty almost much. being burned alive. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense.
0: I'm glad we had this.
1: Talk. <laughs>
0: I don't know how I got talking about Tony Stark. I don't Star. know either. Oh, I guess I'll find out when I listen to this episode. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this was a really this was a fun but slightly silly movie. The animation studio that made this, I forget the name of the studio, but Mandy mentioned it in the chat. Kyoto
1: Animation.
0: Uh, yeah, they 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 are responsible for uh, Dragon. They
1: are responsible. We hold yeah. them accountable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, this was definitely a lot less. Painful than the '93 Mario Brothers. I mean, most things are. Let's yeah. be real, but in the in the same way that there's there's not a lot to hang on to. I feel yeah. like the the Mario Brothers movie that tore tore my mind limb from limb. Hurt it it actively hurt me. This did not actively hurt me. I didn't enjoy it. But it did not hurt me.
0: I I enjoyed it. Like, I would...
1: I think you have more of an emotional attachment to Mario Yeah, I mean, I think in. that definitely so this is... means something to you, and for me, this is more of like a, huh. There's yeah. this property that exists that I don't really care about, and I'm yeah. just kind of along for the ride.
0: So, here's some information about this movie. The soundtrack exists on vinyl. Oh as, yeah, you can as, get it on vinyl Mandy's for brother like $100 Dan found that. if
1: you really have a mind to.
0: The soundtrack was a, is a limited edition, and there are only 50 copies produced.
1: What? And they're only $100? I guess
0: so. That's that's a steal. They're
1: only $100, and there's 50 of them yeah. on, the, on this planet that we all share.
0: This movie did get a theatrical run in Japan on July 20th, 1986.
1: For one day only.
0: Vape video, as we're calling <laughs> them, ended up putting out the film on VHS and Betamax.
1: Beatamax.
0: Beatamax. Beatamax. Beatamax.
1: Betamax. Beatamax. 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 Why?
0: Because it's Betamax. Betamax. Beatamax. Betamax. Beatamax. Betamax. Rabbit season. Um All merch according to Wikipedia, all merchandise associated with the film is extremely rare, with the VHS tape being credited as one of the rarest pieces of Mario merchandise. Ever made this film has not been reshoot on like DVD or Blu ray. But the version we watched on YouTube, the very end of the movie, there was this really cool little mm-hmm. mini featurette about how they cleaned up the VHS transfer. I like, mean,
1: feature it's just they showed side by side screenshots of how they cleaned it up.
0: But it was really cool because I remember while we were watching this, I was thinking this is a VHS transfer, but this is really good, mm-hmm. this is a really clean transfer i was impressed but they were able to clean up a lot of the like blurring and ghosting that happens with vhs cassettes the colors were definitely a lot cleaner than i was expecting for a vhs transfer if you put this out on a dvd in that quality that's
1: that's what works
0: yeah i really enjoyed this film i'm i'm disappointed that it's not available to buy on dvd because i would have it in my collection
1: i know you would You'd you love to buy the Mario
0: DVDs. But you'd be less upset with me for owning this than you are with me That's true. buying the movie on Blu-ray. But also
1: it's your own collection and it's your body your choice. So if you want to...
0: Yes, I do eat the DVDs yum, yum, I yum. buy. <laughs> I store them in one of my four stomachs. So there's a couple of things I want to point out before actually before we get to the scale. Firstly, they do like animate a sequence that does try to look like... What are the Mario the video gameplay, games? yeah. Yeah.
1: Where it's like a side-scrolling kind yeah. of situation.
0: But there are two two instances in this film of product placement.
1: Yeah. For, for
0: Mario Ramen. Mario Ramen. One of which leads to Mario losing one of the three items in the trailer. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, in, the, he's, in one of the montages, they bop the bricks. You know, and stuff comes out. Yeah. he bop the bricks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I don't life. know the
1: Mario terminology, but little ramen cups come out. For a second, I thought they were Yoplait yogurt cups. <laughs> but they eat the ramen. They're like, yum, 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 Mario brand ramen. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. Yeah. I, Mario, officially endorse this message. Yes. And then in the, at the I guess the climax, like when, when he's about to go and face Bowser, he needs to eat all the items yeah. in, the tr- in the Triforce. And he's like, yum, yum, yum. I'm eating the flour and the mushroom. And I'm eating some, some ramen. ramen flakes. It's like he has a bowl of rice yeah. and he puts the ramen flakes on them. or what? I don't even really know what they are. I it's some know. Japanese food item that I don't recognize as an American yeah. viewer. But in the process of, of chowing down, he drops the star what like a idiot. dummy. Yeah. So it's like, don't eat that product. Yeah. It will cost you everything. Your entire mission will yeah. be compromised.
0: Yeah, so that is kind of what happens in in those two sequences. One of the one of the one of the instances of product placement directly leads to Mario almost losing his fight with Bowser, mm-hmm. which I think is a brilliant meta commentary mm-hmm. on the intrusive nature of product <laughs> placement in children's movies.
1: I'm sure that's exactly what they were going for.
0: Yes, almost exactly.
1: Very thoughtful of them. but.
0: But it's interesting because although these films kind of ca- capture the, what I'm going to just describe as the 80s aesthetic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of Mario uh, games. Like, in particular, this reminded me a lot of the look of the box art for Super Mario Land. Like, that's the thing that this film mostly reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I mentioned that when we were t- watching yeah. it. But it doesn't really capture the feel of playing a Mario game.
1: No.
0: So with that in mind, how does that affect Affects its toy? Yeah.
1: That's interesting because it's not, I don't know that it makes me want to play a Mario game. Yeah.
0: But I don't think it's designed. I think it's designed. I don't know if that's
1: the purpose of it. The
0: purpose of this, as a, I would say, as an OVA, is well, you like Mario, right? So here's so an here animated you go. movie. Yeah. It's like I think that the Barbie movies kind of serve this dual purpose mm-hmm. of oh, you like Barbie, right? So here's a movie where she's in a new scenario, and then you can buy the toys with of the, the scenario. new outfits. Yeah. Yeah, and she's got a new hat, but with. The this movie, is just oh, you like Mario? Okay, well here's an animated Here you go, Mario, here's a Mario movie.
1: It's exactly what you ordered. Yeah,
0: they're not making. There's no game based on this uh, yeah. on this movie. There's no toy line. There's just. This movie—it's
1: not some sort of guerrilla advertisement. It's not a part of a promotion for something else. It just is. what yeah, it's—it's it's, it's part of the franchise.
0: Yeah, it's the other way around. Like with even with Battleship, there was a movie version of Battleship that came out mm-hmm. to coincide with the release of the of the uh, film. I think there was a movie version of Clue that came out to coincide with the release of the movie. There's nothing. That connect. It's a one way street from the game Mm. to this movie. You know, the movie doesn't. It's a
1: cul de sac. Yeah,
0: the movie's a cul de sac. (laughs) Yeah. So to that end, I think as as a piece of toyetic cinema, it doesn't. It's not toyetic cinema. Mm. It's just based on On a game. Yeah. So to that, in that regard, it doesn't belong on the scale at all.
1: It's just floating free. It's
0: just floating free. It's a it's a movie that is a Mario movie. So ten out of ten for that on that scale for
1: being what it is. Yeah.
0: Hundred percent A plus.
1: But I wouldn't watch this again. I
0: think I probably would. You
1: probably would. I want to
0: watch it with the other because there are four there English translations. There are translation variations, yeah. and
1: I feel like that is a, could be a great source of entertainment value. Yeah,
0: I might watch it again. I might get some friends over and watch this mm-hmm. movie as a chaser to watching the Super Mario Brothers <laughs> oh, movie. Oh god, yeah, the you need something theory. to
1: cleanse your palate yeah. after
0: that. So that that's uh, Super Mario Bros., The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach! Peach exclamation point.
1: Princess Peach.
0: Do you want to say that bit?
1: So it's a princess, great Mario...
0: <laughs> <Great.
1: laughs> <laughs> I almost said great expectations. Super Mario Brothers.
0: Super Mario Super Brothers. Mario
1: Brothers. Feed it to me.
0: Here it is. Super Mario it-
1: Brothers, the great mission to rescue Princess Peach. Or? Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Peachy hime kyushutsu dai daisakusen.
0: There we go. So, what are we doing next week? Gijo. Gijo.
1: Gijo Retaliation.
0: That's, that is, of course, French for kill me. Kill me. <laughs> uh, GI Joe Retaliation, Retaliation. The second in the GI Joe Remember Cinematic how Universe. the first
1: one almost destroyed me? Mm-hmm. I thought it would be fun to do that again. Yes. Why? Because it gave us so much good content. I think me screaming.
0: You did a lot of that this week as well.
1: Yeah, but that was like fun, intentional screaming. G.I. Joe was unfun, unintentional.
0: G.I. Joe made you... If you were like an ocean liner, you would have vibrated all of the screws and bolts out and you would have just...
1: And I'm just collapsed. Yeah, Yeah, just come apart. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do that again. Cool. Why not? I feel like my suffering is great content. Yeah. That the listeners want to hear.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be our next episode. And we also have a little uh, announcement some It's a pretty make. big
1: announcement.
0: It's a little big. It's a little announcement. big. Announcement. This next run of episodes we have uh, we have four more episodes we have we have Until this and we get and to 50. And we get to 50, Molly and I have decided that episode 50 is going to be our last episode. Mm-hmm. There are a number of reasons why we've made this decision.
1: Cuz you you have your work, you're working 9 to 5 now and you're very busy during the week that only leaves weekends for us to record. Yeah. I have a lot of things competing for my weekends and also I'm just at that stage in my career where like a lot of things are happening very fast and I'm having to kind of lay down track as I'm going and it's a
0: it's a little wrong trousers e, it's very yeah. wrong
1: trousersy, and I'm just having to cut a lot of stuff and make room for a lot of stuff a lot of new yeah. opportunities and stuff like that so this was not this is not a fun decision to make yeah we we
0: had a we had a not great conversation about yeah. what we want to do with the podcast and um and
1: because we want I don't wanna I don't want it to be a source of frustration. I yeah. want it to be something fun that we do and when it got to the point where it was like, oh, it's I'm we're both really struggling to find the time and make it as good as we want it to be, then it's like at at a certain point you reach a point of diminishing returns and we want yeah. to be able to end it strong rather than just let it kinda peter out and die.
0: Yeah. I think it was a lot easier for us to record the podcast when I had a I, I had a work from home schedule, my hours were flexible and my hours are not as flexible now as as they have mm-hmm. been and i still i still very much want to be able to do other projects that have meant a lot to me like port center and i have a new video series that i'm working on and some things have had to give a little mm-hmm. bit and for both of us both for for you and your career molly and for me and the stuff that i want to do it makes sense to kind of let wrap this up while it is still something yeah. that we enjoy and while we're still kind of right now able to make room for it. Yeah. So this is going to be our last run of uh, of, of episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so says four more.
1: Four more! And then we'll have the Patreon episodes too. Yeah,
0: we're still going to be putting our bonus episodes, so we're not, you know, we totally understand if, on the heels of this announcement, if you want to cancel your Patreon subscription... Totally understand that, but if you do choose to stick with the Patreon, we're still going to do. A more episodes, there's going to be a yeah. couple more episodes of bonus content. Um, I do fully intend to finish editing that Q and A video <laughs> From
1: like eight months ago. Uh,
0: we are going to release the Digimon tape, so I have been the chip-
1: Digimon tape.
0: I've been slowly chipping away at that, and we're probably. I think we can probably make time for maybe one more live stream. I mean, maybe even like after the last episode, kind of yeah. like a big like a blowout like party. A, a
1: blowout- that just makes me think of newborns.
0: And Ma- I mean, I kind of like. The, I like. This is not. We're doing. This is Saturday. We're recording this. Mm-hmm. We did the stream on Saturday. There's a part of me that thinks that as kind of like a big Patreon farewell. We still have three Ninja Turtles movies. Left.
1: Oh, do you want a marathon marathon Ma- them marathon. back? Yeah.
0: Back to back, we do TMNT and then we do the two Michael Bay movies. Back oh my to back. god! And we make an afternoon of that, and we make it a party. We hang up banners. You know banners what? That actually,
1: and... I'm kind of into that. You want to do I'm that? Kind of into that idea. Okay, so we're gonna throw a party, our final live stream after we release the last episode, which is gonna be Club Banger Barbie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's gonna be. Is, I, I think it's, it's the called. first Barbie movie we watched together. Yeah, because you have not watched it yet, and I had seen none of them.
1: And it was it's, it was special. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what's going to happen. I'm really happy with what we've made. Yeah. And I want to be able to kind of end it on our own terms and end it strong. I don't think we're going to arrive at a better time,
0: really. I agree. I mean, you know, the the listener numbers for the podcast have always kind of remained steady at where they are. And we have a huge appreciation and love for the messages we've received from you and the support and the kindness and the friendship. And, you know, it means a lot to us that people have listened to this thing that we've largely done for ourselves, yeah, just
1: kind of dicking yeah. around. Yeah,
0: like we didn't come into this with a game plan, and w- again, we've we've said several times we did not set out to make a bad movie podcast. But here we that, are. That happened because of the <laughs> subject matter that we chose, but uh, we we want to thank everyone who's listened to, you know, the the fifty six episodes, including this one that we put out so far, and we hope you'll stick around for the next four, and then join us for our big farewell TMNT blowout. TMNT blowout. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening to the show over the last, you know, year and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, That really does mean, I don't want to speak for you, but it certainly means a lot to me. Yeah,
1: no, I've enjoyed doing this with you.
0: So uh, that's pretty much it for this particular episode. Like I said, next time we're going to be watching G.I. Joe Retaliation, so do feel free to check out that one. Or don't, do what you want, it's your life. Mm -hmm. But that's going to drop in two weeks. Thanks so much for listening to the Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. If you enjoy the show and you want to support us for our remaining episodes, <laughs> you can go to Patreon.com/slash The Life uh, For as little as a dollar a month, you can support the podcast. You get access to all of the, the extra content that we're doing the live streams, the live streams, the bonus, episodes. bonus episodes. There's that Q and A video. That's There's the Digimon tapes. At the five dollar level, the stuff in the vault. The $5 level, we do have a... Do we have one or two more po- uh, postcards? There's one more
1: postcard going yeah. out. We're going we're gonna to send out a summer summer postcard. Yeah, so
0: you will have had four postcards. One for... Well, there
1: will have been three. This will three? be number three. Is
0: this number three? This one, I thought we've already... This
1: one upcoming will be number three. Oh,
0: okay. So yeah, there's going to be one more postcard. And then at the $10 level, you get a shout-out at the end of the show. People like, at, hey, it's Billy Rose, and... Mazer the squid dude who, who,
1: who had a cameo a came- act- <laughs> we joke about that but he had an actual cameo in the yeah. film and was, Zach Lay
0: Zach Lay uh, friend of the show Zach Lay who um, what does
1: Zach Lay do in this film
0: uh, he actually wrote it
1: oh yeah Zach, not your best work yeah I, here's the thing
0: Zach usually he's an in front of the camera person mm. he has cameos he creates a lot of the visual effects I guess that's kind of behind the camera but this was the first film that Zach kind of kind of you can see his fingerprints yeah uh, on a production level Not
1: great. I mean
0: we still appreciate your patronage Zach but
1: Zach you've never once reached out to us given us any amount of information so that kind of gives us carte blanche to do whatever the fuck we want
0: we love you, Zach. We love you. Um, and at the hundred dollar level, if you want to support us at the hundred dollar level, this is your last this chance your last to do it. Chance. We only have four episodes left. You can be Jeremy. We, we want. We. I would love. I would love to like close out the podcast knowing who Jeremy is. Who is Jeremy? And I, I acknowledge. Do, what
1: if Jeremy has been Jeremy
0: all along? Yeah, I do acknowledge that the Jeremy tier is always kind of a joke. Like we never ex. We I, we I, we said it a hundred dollars because we never ever expected anyone to this back it at your that level. Idea. Yeah, it was absolutely my idea, but you were like, "Oh my god, that's brilliant! Let's do it." No,
1: I think I was like, "Okay." Okay,
0: <laughs> you thought it was. However, funny. you
1: remember it as. I
0: choose to remember that you were very gung ho <laughs> about it. Um, I think it's funny. Uh, we've and we we've spoken to Jeremy. The closest we've ever gotten has been Jeremy. Jeremy. Sandy's partner, but I I would I would like to see who Jeremy is by the end of the show, and I get that that's a one hundred dollar tier. It's a joke tier. If it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be upset. But I wanna know who we've been speaking that to sounds for fifteen years. It's like episodes. you wanna
1: when you get to heaven you wanna see the face of your savior. I wanna see who Jeremy is. Yeah. I wanna touch the nail holes. Okay. <laughs> <There was God laughs> little...
0: I us to stick my finger through his hand. <laughs> you can find us on social media, the podcast is the Life Toyetic, pretty much everywhere. Facebook, uh Twitter, Tumblr. We're not really on Tumblr much anymore. We have an Instagram, Toyetic Pod, it's never gonna get used. <laughs> Not happening. It's
1: Just kind of a weird vestigial limb. Yeah,
0: but uh, you can find Molly on social media. She's Molly at Molly Alice Hoy, mostly I'm everywhere at
1: Molly Alice Hoy.
0: Uh, and you can find
1: Benjamin.
0: Yes. What am I
1: at Ben, Padon.
0: ben Padden? Ben Paddon. And I do other shows as well. I we do lots of stuff. Uh, this weekend, at the time of listening to this, if you are listening to this before May thirty first, this weekend I will be at Anime Conji in San Diego doing comedy. Three times! Three times. I'm doing Stand Up on Friday. We're doing Whose Line Is It Anime on Saturday, which is an anime-flavoured variation of the CW show of the same name. And then on Sunday, we're doing Would Senpai Lie to You, which is a vaguely anime-flavoured version of the British uh, comedy panel show, Would I Lie to You? So, if you're going to be in San Diego, tickets to Anime Conji are $45 for the weekend, or right now they're having a sale on, like, one-day tickets.
1: What a steal!
0: Yeah. So I'd love to see you there. This is probably like between this and the following weekend, I'm doing the Ronin Expo where Mandy and I will both be emceeing for the cosplay contest. Ooh. So these are probably the last two big shows I'm doing before the end of the podcast. Hmm. So uh, I would love. Yeah. If you're in the area, I would love to see you. I would love to say hi. I'd love to shake your hand. I'd love to give you a hug. I'd love to call a you Jeremy. Gentle kiss. Just right, little, little smoochy, like, <laughs> just on the on the beak. On the beak. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty much it. I will have a live show announcement coming up for the Game of Rassilon, which is the Doctor Who role playing game podcast where I serve as game master, and I'll drop that before our final episode because it will probably line up with that quite nicely. Oh, and I'm doing stand up at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank this on June ninth. Uh, Along with a bunch of other comedy uh, peoples.
1: June 9th is the same day as Pride.
0: Yeah. It's
1: a Sunday, right?
0: Sunday. Yeah, The show starts at 9 o'clock. Same day as
1: the Pride Parade. So So... go to Pride in the morning and then come to Flappers in the evening. Yeah.
0: Sounds pretty gay. So come to... If you want more information about the shows I'm appearing at, you can go to benpadden.net slash live shows. Molly doesn't do anything. I
1: do... I do... (laughs) I do stuff. It's just not the kind of thing that's open to the public or that I imagine our listeners would be into. I have a life.
0: I, I completely... I listen, I'm not <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that assessment. You do some great stuff. Oh, thank but you. I always feel self conscious at the end because I always talk about all the things I'm doing and then you're like
1: I like to keep my life a secret. Yes.
0: Molly is No one
1: knows what I'm up to at any given time.
0: Uh she uh she sells eels to uh, uh seafood restaurants, but <gasps> they're illegal eels. No
1: i'm terrible vegan
0: (laughs) that's how you pay for your vegan lifestyle
1: (laughs) my lavish vegan lifestyle yes of beans and rice
0: beans and rice those beans aren't cheap they aren't in la anyway they're
1: harvested from tiny little
0: kittens (laughs) so they're not they're non-vegan beans non-vegan beans beans. beans. yeah well have i missed anything out
1: i don't think so we're gonna stop talking about eating cat feet
0: yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I have been Ben.
1: I've been and still am Molly.
0: And The Life Toyetic comes with everything you see here.
1: Normal dog sounds are sold
0: separately. I
1: don't
0: know what accent I was
1: thinking. I thought
0: D- I was draining. Drain. drain the rock Johnson. <laughs> drain, the Johnson. Drain, <laughs> drain, drain the swamp Johnson. Drain the swamp Johnson. Drain the swamp Johnson.
1: I'm having. I'm gonna have to leave this in.
0: I'm just gonna tweet "drain the swamp Johnson" with no context right now.